What's going on today? A little bit of Super Bowl fucking hangover there, folks, eh? All you fucking softies probably taking Monday morning after the Super Bowl off because, you know, you drank 312 fucking Bud Lights or Modellos or fucking whatever you do. Ate 16 pounds of honey garlic chicken wings and smashed 46 fucking pieces of pepperoni pizza. Ain't nothing wrong with overindulging during the Super Bowl. So let's get this out of the way. Not a football guy. Uh, I follow football enough to, you know, I fucking know what's going on. I know who's playing. I know the big names, I guess. Uh, Congratulations to the St. Louis Rams on winning the Super Bowl. Great to see, you know, the town of St. Louis. They they fucking need it, right? And, uh, you you know, I was happy. I was happy to see Kurt Warner win another Super Bowl. Like, that guy fucking deserves it, eh? Like, a movie comes out about him, you know, he used to stock shelves, and he gets himself another Super Bowl in St. Louis. So, fuck, like, that's great. Good for Kurt Warner. Little disappointed in uh, Chad Johnson there. Like, he didn't suit up for the Bengals. Like, what's that all about? Um, injured? I Like, I honestly don't know. I don't, I, I mean, I thought if it's a Super Bowl... You play through that shit regardless, right? So a little disappointed that Chad Johnson didn't play, but whatever. You know what? Uh, nice, nice little football game. Nice little football game, I thought, uh, for a guy that's not a football fan. I was entertained. So there you fucking go. The halftime show. Let's talk about the halftime show. Little overrated. Uh, I, sorry, I shouldn't say overrated. Overhyped, in, in my opinion. Remember, this fucking podcast is all about my opinion because your opinion doesn't matter, okay? Get it through your skull. Your opinion doesn't matter. Mine is the only one that does because it's my show. Uh, A little overhyped. I thought the trailer for the halftime show was better than the halftime show itself. Uh, Don't get me wrong. There's a few moments there. I got, got a few shivers, got a few goosebumps, you know? Got the old fucking uh, head bobbing going. Uh, it was pretty cool to see Dre. It's always cool to see Snoop. I mean, that guy, that guy's, he's an immortal. He's, Snoop is forever, okay? Uh, Eminem was good. 50 Cent. <laughs> 50, 50 Cent has turned into a whole dollar now. Um, I guess we know what happened to fucking Shorty's birthday cake. After uh, after the party there, looks like Fitty ate the whole fucking thing. Um, but it <laughs> still pretty good. You know what? Could have done without Kendrick. Uh, Could have done without Mary J. Blige. But the rest of the show, it was all right. And the thing is, you know what? I just expected more. I expected them to be louder, first of all. Didn't think they were very loud. Thought they Thought they could have been louder. They didn't move around and dance a whole lot. Mainly because I don't like how old are they now? I guess uh, Kendrick is maybe the youngest. I, I don't know. I'm not up on Kendrick Lamar. Okay. But uh, Fitty, Snoop, Dre, they got to be what? Like late 40s, early 50s? Fuck, maybe older than that. I don't even know. And I know I have a hard enough time moving around at 38 years old. So, you know, um, but they played their big hits. Eminem was good, uh, naturally. He's always good. He's he's kind of an immortal, too. And that's the thing of it, I guess, is I don't know about Kendrick and, and Mary J, but the rest of them, 
they're pretty much immortals, right? Those guys are going to live forever. Um, I just expected more, and they left me wanting more at the end of the halftime show. Like I said, it was the nostalgia of my youth, and it got me moving, and it got me smiling, but I was left uh, wanting more, and I was left unimpressed. So that's what I have to say about the halftime show. What what strikes me is like the halftime show wasn't even over and and people are tweeting out, I follow Twitter, big Twitter guy. You can follow me on Twitter at Trevor Dofsky. I don't have a podcast Twitter account. But anyways, um, people coming out and saying, Our fucking greatest halftime show of all time. Greatest halftime show of fucking all time. Well, was it though? Was it? I don't know. Not a big halftime. Like I, some people tune into the Super Bowl just for the fucking halftime show. I don't. Um, but I do know Adam Levine. Adam Levine was pretty good a couple years ago. But um, you know what? It just it just like I said, overhyped. Left me wanting more. Talk to me when you bring in the Foo Fighters or Metallica or I don't know. Does ACDC still perform? I don't know. Does that make? Does that? I don't know. Whatever. That's you know what? That's what I'm looking for at a halftime show. That's my opinion. Fucking so be it. So yeah. So let's let's the Super Bowl talk. That's 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 done and out of the way. Welcome back to the Cox Talks Podcast, episode 18. I finally did a count. This is episode 18 of the Cox Talks Podcast. We're almost at 20. Found out the other day that a lot of podcasts don't make 10 episodes, let alone 15. And I'm at 18, almost 20, so that puts me in a high percentile. Um, would love, would love some more followers, would love to do more with this, but you know what? I'm going to be honest. I just, I just don't have the time. I wish I had more time. I, I, I'd really sink into marketing and pushing this podcast. Um, but I'm broke. I, I pay for this all myself and I don't have the money to hire somebody to look after all that stuff for me and I don't have the time to do it so this is you know what this is probably as big as we're gonna get and I'm okay I got a loyal fan base I got some loyal listeners I love y'all thanks for listening as usual and we're just gonna keep doing what we're doing here so I'm sorry for the delay I'm sorry that this is a little late usually it comes out 5 a.m Monday morning but you know what I've I'm gonna be honest here and we're gonna talk about this having a hard time lately um just in I'm in a winter rut I'm in, a, I'm in a rut. It's February. I'm sick of winter. I I live, work, and operate a dairy farm. It's common knowledge to those that know me, and I've gone ahead and said it on this podcast. I hate the cows. I respect them because they pay a lot of bills. They pay a lot of bills. I respect them, but I don't like them. They take up way too much of my time. Now, again, I picked this profession, so I'm not looking for sympathy, but just the way our operation goes sometimes, you know, I sit back and I think, is it really worth it? You know, we're putting, we put all this time and effort and we put in all these hours and at the end of the day, I just don't see where it's worth it. Um, and a lot of dairy farmers and a lot of farmers, period, this might be, this fuck, this might turn into a little bit of an ag episode, but a lot of farmers will tell you that it's hard. It's, you get into these winter months and you've been locked in the barn You've been locked in the barn all winter. It's cold outside. You're dealing with frozen waterers, tractors that won't start. You're pushing snow all over the place. It's cold. It's fucking dark. It's dreary. It's it's tough to stay motivated, in my opinion. I know for myself, it's tough to, tough to stay motivated. So 
like I said, I've just I haven't had the motivation to get behind the microphone lately. I don't know if this is a good thing or if it's a bad thing. I don't know if my desire to do this podcast is waning. I don't think it is because I once I am behind the microphone, I do get excited and I do tend to pick up the tempo a little bit. But yeah, back to I'm just you know what? It's been a long time. I haven't had a holiday in quite some time because fuck you can't really go anywhere. I mean, you can. Don't get me wrong. There's lots of people traveling abroad now. There's lots of people traveling within Canada, down into the United States, and it's great. It's I love it. Good for them. But for me, I just don't have the desire. I don't have to go through all the fucking rigmarole. Like I following some friends there, they went to the Dominican or fucking Punta Cana or fucking I don't know somewhere. They just left uh, yesterday morning. And I'm watching their stories on Instagram. I mean, they got up at 3.30 a.m. And at like 8 o'clock last night, they were still sitting in an airport waiting on waiting on test results. To, I don't know, to PCR tests or rapid tests, whatever. Like, how fucking enjoyable can that be? You get all hyped up to go away on a holiday and then you, you spend all day waiting to find out whether you're positive or negative or fucking whatever, just so you can actually have a holiday. And then... You, when you get home, and sometimes, let's call a spade a spade, when you get home, sometimes the best part of a fucking holiday is getting home and getting back into your own bed and stuff. So when you go to come home, do you? I don't know, do you not have to go through it all again? It just doesn't sound appealing to me. I would love nothing more than to get down south, get somewhere hot, get my fucking pasty barrel out on a beach. Looks like I've been drinking fucking chalk all winter. I'm so pale my barrel out there and just let it burn to a crisp. I'd love nothing more than that. Get heartburn, lay on the beach and get heartburn because you're drinking all these fruity drinks that look like fucking antifreeze. Most of them taste like it too. And you bang back six or seven of those and you're the indigestion or the heartburn. You just want to fucking paint the lawn chair with your brain matter because you're in so much fucking pain. Yeah, that's honestly. And you, you go to the all-you-eat buffet you know, you go to the buffet if you're all-inclusive and you eat until you hate yourself and you've been drinking all day and you go to bed and you just feel like fucking garbage. Yeah, give that, hook that shit to my veins. Do it to me right now because, like I said, I'm in a rut. I'm unmotivated. My escape is is coaching hockey. I coach a junior team here locally and that hasn't really gone the way we had hoped it's going to be. It's been a challenge, and don't get me wrong, I'm all about challenges. I am not afraid of a fucking good challenge, but this one has been a real challenge. And just mixed with everything else, not being able to get away and being on lockdowns or whatever, it's just, you know, I'm just I'm just not feeling it. I'm I'm in a rut. I'm not gonna I'm not depressed, you know, I'm not drinking, I'm not turning to drugs. I'm not drinking any more than usual, is what I should say. I'm not turning to drugs. I'm not having dark thoughts. Um, I'm just in a rut, okay? And uh, I'll, I'll get out of it. I'm not too concerned about it. I don't have um, mental health issues. Not that there's anything wrong with those that do. And for any listeners out there that have mental health issues, listen, get a hold of me if you need someone to talk to. I'm always here. But I'm going to warn you, tough love. Sorry, just having a coffee here. Tough love. That's what you're going to get from me. You're going to get tough love. So 
Yeah, but I, I'm I don't have mental health issues. I may have mental stability issues, and those that know me will back up that statement right there. But I think there's a difference between mental stability and mental health. And what I mean by that is I do have a temper. I have a temper. Um, it works on a hair trigger. Um, when my wires cross, it's best to just stand there, let it happen, and I will uh, nine out of ten times I'll turn and walk away and I'll cool down and five minutes later I'll be fucking laughing about it and carry on and whatever. Um, so yeah, it's uh, yeah I'm just again I'm in a rut. I feel like I'm rambling on. I have absolutely nothing planned for this episode, um, so it's just gonna be a lot of banter. So fuck if like if you're not feeling it, turn it off now. I won't be offended. Next episode I'm gonna be back and better than ever. That's that's. Not a promise, but I'm going to try to be back and better than ever. So, yeah. So 13 minutes in, let's finally get to it here. Let's get to, um, if you want to follow along with the Cox Talks podcast, you certainly can at the Cox Talks podcast on Instagram. Love the feedback. Always getting some feedback from people. I love it. I love it. I love the feedback. Big feedback guy. So you can get a hold of me there. And keep up with, you know, if I'm having guests on and stuff, I try to get it there. Don't forget Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, wherever you listen to this. If you can, please get out. Give me a rating. Give me a review. Um, It just helps me in the little podcast world there. Helps me get listeners. Helps me fucking survive, I guess, in the podcast world. That's the way she fucking goes. So getting back into the rut. Getting back into the rut here. Here are a few things I like to do. When I get into a rut, one of the things is, and you can just nicely do this again, is Sunday mornings, I like to just go out and take myself out for breakfast. I like to just sit, and and there's a little bar here in town. I mean, the food isn't the greatest. It's not terrible. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to slander them. The food isn't, it's not, it's not going to blow your doors off. But you know what? Not a lot of, here's the thing. Not a lot of people know that you can get breakfast at this bar. So Sunday mornings, I like to go in there and I'll belly right up to the bar. I'll sit right at the fucking bar and I order myself an Eggs Benedict. And uh, usually it's later when I go in there. So I'll have a coffee and Bailey's and I'll get going on. uh, I'll wash everything down with a Bud Light with a side of Clamato juice. That's one of the things I like to do when I get in a rut, just sit down by myself. Nobody fucking bother me. You sit at the bar. They got the sports highlights going. If it's a Sunday morning, you're watching all the NHL highlights from the night before. Or if it's in the summer, you're sitting there, you're watching Jays highlights or Red Sox highlights or base baseball. Let's just call it baseball. That's one of the things I like to do. You just sit there, you mind your own fucking business. There's nobody there. So nobody can talk to you because I don't fucking like people anymore. I, we can get into that on another episode. My threshold for people's at an all-time low. But you can sit there and just exhale. You can take your time eating because there's nobody rushing you to get away from the bar, or get away from the table. You take your time. You sit there. You just exhale. Collect your thoughts. You cool off. Whatever. You just sit there in your peace and quiet. Another thing I like to do when I get in a little bit of a rut is, and this is such an old fucking man thing to do, but I feel like I'm at the age where I'm going to start doing this more and more. So in our in our town, we have a PV Mart and a Canadian Tire and a fucking Walmart. So what I like to do is I like to go and get myself a coffee somewhere. 
usually A and W. Actually, I like A and W coffee. They've they've turned it around in the coffee department. But I like to just cruise Canadian Tire. I like to just cruise PV Mart, see what's on sale. You know, and fucking you see the old tool set, the Stanley tool set there in Canadian Tire. Regular three hundred and sixty nine dollars on sale for a buck ten. Hundred and ten bucks you take home this. 412 piece fucking socket set you already got 14 of them sitting in the garage and you think you fucking here's the thing you think you made so oh yeah fuck got it for like 70 percent off fucking what a deal well you still paid 110 bucks for it i mean it it i can guarantee it's not worth 379 fucking dollars to begin with because if you're like me, you're going to open it up and you're going to fucking leave it out in the rain and you're going to lose half the fucking tools because other people get into your toolkit and they mix and match and it just fucking, in about two years, there's nothing left of them. The ratchets are all, they've been left out in the dirt or the rain or you fucking left it on the combine and drove away and you can't naturally, can't find your 10 mil socket. We've all been down that path before. So you didn't really actually save any money, but you feel it makes you feel good. But I like to wander around. Oh fuck! Look at that extension cords are on sale. Could use a new fifty footer. Yeah, they got any fifty feet? Oh no, thirty two is the longest. Ah, fuck it, I'll buy her up anyways. You know, maybe they got some a belt sander on sale. So if I can pick up a belt, and this here's the thing: you walk, and I'm gonna use Canadian Tire. You walk around Canadian Tire, and you just start buying shit that's on sale. You're you're probably never going to use it, or if you are going to use it, you're going to use it once, or you're going to give yourself the impression, well, fuck, fucking belt sander 60% off, fuck, I could finally could finally get into that woodworking project I've been wanting to do, but I can't do it because I don't have a belt sander, and fucking Carl next door, he won't lend me his belt sander because fucking I don't return any of his fucking tools that I ever borrow in the first place. So you go out and you buy this fucking belt sander or extension cord or table saw or whatever and you bring it home and you feel proud because you got it on sale. You feel proud. You take it into the garage. You put it in your toolbox or you set it on the workbench or hanging on the wall and it sits there for five fucking years and never moves. Sometimes it doesn't even fucking come out of the box. And you know this is right. We've all done it. We've all done it. I got a fucking toolkit in my basement I've had for five years, still in the cardboard box, thinking of actually returning it because, remarkably, I still have the receipt. But, you know what? Someday I know I'm going to need it, so I'm not going to fucking return it. No, fuck that. But it, you feel good about yourself, and that helps me get out of my rut, going and spending fucking money that I don't really necessarily have on shit that I don't need. Isn't that... Like, isn't there a quote from Fight Club or something like that? I, you, I don't know. Fuck, I'm really babbling this episode. And again, I apologize, but Jesus Christ. Nothing planned. This is on me. Hopefully this doesn't drive too many listeners away. But um, something else I like to do. I like to just go for a drive. You know? You just even in the wintertime, I like, I like a good drive. And here's the thing. I like driving. I love driving. I could drive... I could drive professionally, not professionally, but you know what I mean. Like I could, I could take a job driving. I like driving, so I like to just go for a drive. You know, part of that is again to just exhale and just get out of the house and see what's going on. The other part of it, especially in the summertime, is because I'm a nosy fucking farmer, so I like to get out on the crop tours and I like to get out and see where 
you know, people had equipment malfunctions or people had operator errors, mainly in my own fields. And I like to fucking come home after my drive and point it out to my better half. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, babe. Babe, yeah, you should go up and fucking, you should go up and check out Jerry's cornfield. Fucking skipped rows everywhere. Fucking, I don't know what was going on. Like, maybe get off your tractor once in a while, Jerry, there, and fucking check and find out what's going on. Because, you know, you know, the thing about farmers is we all do it to each other. We all do it to each other. I've had equipment malfunctions, and that's fine. Fuck, it happens. But the rule of thumb is it always happens right along the road or right along the highway. That is a fact. You never have equipment malfunctions in the backfield that nobody can see it. This is It's the law. It's the law of farming. But we all do it to each other, right? Because we all need something to talk about, and we're all fucking nosy, and we all do a better job than one another. So that's what I like to do, too. I like to fucking drive around and pick apart other people's fucking craftsmanship. That's, that's good for the soul, too. Makes you feel good about yourself, right? Makes you feel good about yourself. Another thing I like to do, and we'll move on from this here very shortly. Another thing I like to do, I like to just sit on my front porch. And this is a this is in the warm weather, right? I like to just sit on my front porch alone, alone. Maybe just tip back three or four Bud Lights, okay? Just sit there alone. I I'm get I like to watch the traffic drive by on a, on a warm summer's night. You know, you've been out in the field, you've been haying all day, or maybe you've just been wrenching on equipment, or maybe you've done a whole whack of things all day, and you're just feeling defeated. You know, you just feel defeated. Again, you're not having dark thoughts or anything, but you just feel like you worked your fucking dick off all day, and you didn't accomplish anything. And this could go for roofers, carpenters, police officers, florists, farmers, anybody. You have one of those days where you just feel defeated. I like to just sit on the front porch, have three or four Bud Lights. I don't want anybody around me. I don't want anybody talking to me. I don't want anybody fucking looking at me. I just like I just want to sit there, mind my own business, and again, exhale. To me, it's all about just getting a good fucking exhale. Just, just deflate yourself a little bit. That's what it's all about for me. And when I get in a rut and I, I don't get those chances to just exhale, um, yeah, I just get deeper and deeper into this rut and I just, I get miserable is what I do is I, I shut people off. I shut people out. I get snappy. I get snippy. I get angry. I fucking eat way too much. I just, I just get in a deep rut and I take it out on everybody else around me. And I know that's not right. I know that's not right. But it is what it is. That's, fuck, it's a characteristic. It's, I'm an old dog. You ain't going to teach me new tricks. I mean, you can try, but it's I'm a stubborn old fucking, I'm a stubborn Taurus is what I am. So you can try, but it's probably not going to work, to be honest with you. But yeah, that's that's those are the kind of things I like to do when I get into a rut. So let's hear your feedback on that. Let's hear some, uh, let, give me some ideas, people, listeners out there, loyal listeners, longtime listeners. Give me some feedback on what you do when you find yourself in a rut, maybe get get some new ideas out there. We can discuss it on the Cox Talks podcast here. Not to get all fucking emotional and deep with you, but Jesus Christ! I mean, uh, you know, any anything works, and I'm sure there's people out there that are that are willing to try anything. But here's the here's the bright side: we're halfway through February. March is coming. 
you get through the first week in March, okay? So so realistically, we have three more weeks of shitty, piss-poor. Because once you hit the second week of March, things start to warm up. The sun comes out. The sun gets warmer. The days start to get a little bit longer. You can see spring coming. You get those, you know, one or two days in March where you can actually get outside in like a hoodie and do something. Sweep the fucking garage out, right? fucking shit like that so i got three weeks here and i i do see the end is near three weeks here to battle through we'll get through it and everything will be all right the beer profile this week's beer profile let's get into that so last episode you heard i got this fucking guy from central eastern ontario <clears throat> campbellford <clears throat> who's been bugging me to fucking talk about mgd okay miller genuine draft so let's get into the the mgd profile so and when i talk about this i do think about this guy a little bit but not really the first thing i think of when i think mgd is the fucking the stereotypical dad shoes and you know what i'm talking about the nike uh whatever they're called the Nike Monarchs is that is that what it is the Monarchs or the the white New Balance shoes I don't know why but I think about those shoes when I think MGD drinkers because MGD in my opinion it is a beer crafted for an older generation but the young crowd likes to drink it because it's it's you you call it by its acronym right and if I can lol TTYL, LMFAO, great band, by the way, not really. The younger generation, all they want to do is talk in acronyms because fucking heaven forbid we put the effort in to say a complete goddamn word, right? So the younger crowd likes to drink MGD because of its acronym. So it, it, it the taste of MGD is crafted towards an older crowd, but the younger crowd likes to drink it because of its fucking acronym. So what you get is you get these guys in the middle that are... They're too old to be young, but they're too young to be old, if you know what I mean. So let's talk like between the ages of, I'll say, 35 and 45. Okay, so you actually have a pair of denim carpenter shorts. Denim carpenter shorts. You actually have a pair, but you're you're reluctant to wear them because you're not old enough to wear them yet. You're still young enough to, you know, wear cool shorts, whatever cool shorts are. I've got bad short fashion, so whatever. It is what it is, but you know where I'm going with this. You're reluctant to step into the full dad role, okay? You know, tucking in your t-shirts and pulling your socks halfway up your shins. You're reluctant to step into that role, but you're, you know, you're tipping on the edge. You're tipping on the edge. Um... MGD can actually, believe it or not, be found in a lot of like tire shops and welding shops too. And I don't know why that is. I think it's because it does have a little bit of a blue collar feel to it. It really does. It uh, The clear bottle's always been kind of unique too. I don't know. I mean, Modelo, I guess. Is that how you say that? Modelo? Uh, fuck, I don't know. Too fancy for me. Anyways, but there's not a lot of beers out there that come in a fancy bottle. Now, here's the other thing. Beer, beer always, to me, beer always tastes 
100% better out of a bottle, but cans are way more convenient. So most people just buy it in cans. MGD, MGD, it, it hits this bang on 100% tastes way better out of a bottle than out of a can. And I, I don't, I don't know why MGD is it does this specifically, but this unit down there in Eastern Ontario, <laughs> Campbellford, um, told me that he he mentioned that, and I had to agree with him. I really did. But anyways, back to the beer profiling. Fifty percent of MGD drinkers also smoke, and what they do is they hold the cigarette between their index and their middle finger, right, and then. They've also got their beer bottle in the same hand. So they're they're smoking and drinking with one hand. And this is a bit of a fucking talent. Like you don't, this doesn't happen overnight, right? So they get like, yeah, like they get their dart and their, and their beer going with one hand. And if, you know, that, fuck, I can't even do it. I'm a seasoned drinker and I, I, I'm sure I could if I tried, but that's, that's something I noticed too about MGD drinkers. Always got the holding on to the beer and the dart in the same hand, which try it sometime. It's not as easy as it fucking sounds. Okay. The other thing about MGD is <laughs> a lot of guys whose last name is Miller will fucking drink this beer. And at some point in their life, they try to associate their like, you know, they show up to a party. Eh, it's Miller time. And then they pull out a pack of fucking MGD fucking get bent like it's not funny it's not cool anybody who's got the last name miller has gone through this phase okay i'm not trying to single out any buddies of mine either i'm just saying there's a lot of fucking people in the world whose last name is miller and damn near every single one of them who isn't afraid of a good time has tried to be the eh, fuck yeah boys miller time let's get after it you fucking know it that's you can take that to the bank too Okay, uh, shaved heads, a lot of shaved heads, not not like skinhead neo-Nazis, just a lot of guys with shaved heads drinking MGD too. Don't know why, don't know what it is. Um, it's just it's just kind of what I'm picturing, you know, and no, this is not my buddy from Campbellford, <coughs> Campbellford. Um, and, um, fuck, where am I going with this? Jesus, I'm terrible today. Yeah, just a lot of guys with shaved heads and wife beaters. A lot of wife beaters drinking MGD. Don't know why that... And wife beaters go well with, with carling drinkers too, I feel like. Like, here's the thing too. I think MGD actually is like the classy version of carling. So like, you started in a tire shop. Maybe now you own your own tire shop. Or you're the manager of a tire shop, right? Or, or you worked your way through, you know, welding school. Okay, at a tire shop and you drank carling and now you own your own welding truck and you know it's got to be a Dodge Ram dually got to have tinted windows tow mirrors always out right and it's either silver white or or black and it's kind of pimped out you know a lot of a lot of diamond plate on that thing but you spent your youth drinking carling and now you got your own welding truck. So you're drinking fucking MGD. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I said, it, it tips. MGD is almost blue collar. It's almost blue collar, but it's just, it again, it, it toes the line. It's like it's, it's too reluctant to be blue collar, 
much like back at when I first started this beer profile and 107 minutes ago, that it's it a lot of guys drink it that you know they're towing that. Do you jump right into the dad mode? You know, tucking your t-shirts in without a belt into your denim shorts, or do you hang on to the American Eagle or Hollister or fucking Old Navy? I don't <laughs> whatever kind of shorts you should be wearing between the ages of of 30 and 40. Uh yeah, so I don't know. I feel like that was kind of a weak profile, but at least this fucking guy from Eastern Ontario can get off my case now. I've got a really good beer profile coming up for the next episode. We're going to profile Blue Light Drinkers. It's it's a funny one and it was, you know what, it was actually sent to me by a listener and he gave me a perfect rundown on on Blue Light Drinkers. And uh, it, it, it's a fucking good one. It made me laugh. I was going to use it this time around. I was going to hold off on the MGD just to make that guy down east fucking mad. But um, I lost it. I lost the blue light one. I'm not I'm not even going to fucking lie because I'm in a rut, right? Yeah, I'm in a rut. The convoy, the protests. Let's, um, let's touch on this for a second. Uh, I actually got, got some feedback on my discussion regarding the convoy last episode um I don't know where I sit on it right now like at at the start of all this it had really united the country and I that was cool to see I I appreciated that but the longer this goes I feel like it's it's starting to divide the country again and that's that's not what we want right so it just you know what my actual feelings on the the convoy and the protest in Ottawa and whatever is, I don't know. Every day, every day, my mind changes on this and whether I think it's the right thing to do or if I think it's the wrong thing to do or or whatever. Right, it my mind changes. But what I will say is these 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 people in Ottawa, these protesters in Ottawa, kudos to them for. remaining peaceful because you know fucking well that the government and and whoever the police the government the rcmp which is the police yeah fuck i'm aware thanks tips you know that there's there's people within these protesters there's undercover cops there there's probably paid quote unquote protesters there and all they're there they're they're just implants right they're there to probably stir the pot a little bit and cokes and and egg these protesters on and none of that has happened yet they've they've remained peaceful they've remained civil which is which is good to see because a lot of these can turn ugly in a hurry and i hope it remains that way because you know you know the fucking media and you know the government is just waiting for one little thing to go wrong and then fucking kaboom like it's just gonna it's gonna escalate and it's gonna escalate in a hurry so if you're one of these people in Ottawa that's listening to this podcast, which I highly fucking doubt, just just keep up the the civil obedience, I guess. Um, you guys are doing good things, but just yeah, just just keep it civil. Don't don't get sucked into this shit, okay? Don't get sucked in that. That's what that's what Trudeau wants from you, okay? Trudeau wants you to act out, lash out, whatever, so that they can just turn this whole thing upside down. So don't do it. So that's been nice to see, the civil obedience. Um, big fan of that. As far as closing these borders and stuff down, like that's, is is any of this actually working? I'm undecided on that. I really am. But 
I'm not sure that that shutting down the supply chain is the way to go about this. Now, now my theory on this is, you know, if this was uh, the month of May and this was happening, I'm not sure you'd have the, well, I know for a fact you wouldn't have the farmer support that you're having in this because we'd all be out in the field trying to get our crops put in. But the other thing I know too is if you're blocking the borders and I need parts for my tractor or my corn planter or whatever that comes up out of the States and it can't get through because you got a bunch of wahoos blocking it off. I'm going to get a little pissy, and I think a lot of the farmers are too. It It is, I do believe um, it is working here a little bit, slowly but surely. Cracks are starting to show in the, in the Great Reset, so to speak. But I'm just not sure that shutting down the border and shutting down the supply chain is is the way to go. Um, yeah, I'm again, I'm undecided on that. And, and, and it's the same thing with the borders. You know, ask me in two hours and I might have a completely different opinion on it. So, but it's been interesting to watch. I mean, a lot of people are getting tired of it. A lot of people are getting sick of it. A lot of people are still pounding their chests over it too, which is fine. I Again... Your opinion is your opinion, and my opinion is my opinion. You can be 100% in disagreeance. Is that a word? Disagreeance with me. And it's not like I, remarkably, I'll still be friends with you. I could care less, actually, because that's actually the way the world works. This whole woke crowd can suck on my dirty nuts because I'm sick of you guys, too. The thing about the woke crowd is you can't even have a fucking conversation with them because it's their way or it's the highway. It's their way. Your way is so f- is is one hundred percent wrong. No matter how many scientific facts you throw at them, no matter how many statistics you show you you send at them, that you you just can't you can't even talk to these people. You cannot have a civil conversation with the woke crowd. And you know, someday this woke crowd is gonna get punched right in the mouth, and then they're gonna play the victim. You've just fucking watch. They're gonna play the victim on everything. And I just fuck off with the wokeness, okay? This is 2022. If people can't, you know, figure out on their own that racism and misogyny or whatever, fuck, let's not even go down this path. But if they, if you can't figure out in 2022 that this shit isn't acceptable anymore and so on and so forth, then you don't deserve the fucking to share my oxygen with me anyways. I mean... It's just the way it is. There's things you can't do anymore. There's things you can't say anymore. Fucking deal with it. That's fine. You don't need to be a rude fucking asshole. You can still share these opinions and whatever, but you don't need to go pound your chest about shit like that. So the woke crowd, fuck off. Jesus Christ. Just fuck off. I'm done with you guys. I don't even know if that rant makes any sense, but (laughs) fuck I'm trying to get this episode out on a Monday morning for you guys after the Super Bowl, which I really only watched bits and pieces of, so that's a poor excuse. All I know is I want COVID to be over, just like everybody else. I want the mandates over. Get vaxxed, don't get vaxxed. I don't give a shit. I've said that before. I don't give a shit. But let's get back to a normal lifestyle, because here's the thing, and going back to me being in a rut, as I call it, like, like the, again, I don't have, I don't think I have mental health problems, um, but I'm feeling like this now, and I like to think I'm a pretty, you know, I gotta be careful here. I don't, I don't want the fucking woke crowd after me. I like to think I'm a pretty upbeat, 
and I'm going to say the word fucking normal guy. Am I normal? Well, it depends what you think fucking normal is, really. But um, I, I don't I don't suffer from mental illness or mental health issues or whatever. But the people that do, and they've been living through this COVID stuff and these mandates and been locked up alone and can't see their family. Like, I actually do feel sorry for these, these people. And this, when, when all this is over and said and done... There's going to be a lot of damage done in that department, and and folks, listen. You know, you know me. You know this podcast. I don't like to dive into this stuff too much, but the government needs to wake up here too. There's a lot of people going through a lot of shit, and we got to get through this, and we got to get it over with, because there's a lot of people that are suffering out there, and they're suffering alone. You talk to any firefighter, you talk to any police officer, that um, you know those those calls as far as um, I'll call it. Uh, social help or people that just need help they've they've drastically escalated um and we need to get the, the government needs to wake up to that shit too lift the fucking mandates let's get on with our lives the science is there to prove that everything you've been telling us is is false is a lie to some extent somewhere down the line so let's let you know what let's move on let's get it over with um we have what do we have we have 90 percent uh, of our population here in Canada is vaccinated, ninety percent. So let's let's move on. the The CDC, uh, all these other fucking, I think they called for between eighty and eighty five percent vaccination for herd immunity, and we're at ninety percent. Open your fucking eyes, government. Old Dougie, Dougie Ford, there, JT, Justin Trudeau. You fucking idiot. Let's let's move on. Put your personal agendas aside. And I know the Cox Talks podcast. You know I don't I don't have the power to fucking have JT listen to me or or Fat Doug, for that matter. But this is again my opinion, my show. Deal with it. So let's move on. Let's get out of the mandates. Let's get back to fucking normal. I want to ch- fucking look at chicks again. Okay, I'm there. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I want people to take their masks off so I can fucking look at chicks again because I love. I love a good smile on a lady. I love a lady with a good smile, and I haven't seen a lot of smiling ladies. Actually, I've never seen many fucking ladies around me that smile. Per, uh, for anyways, so let's get back to at least trying to make women smile and fucking yeah, let's smile at one another. Let's get back to smiling. All right, listen, this is the podcast. My apologies for a lackluster babbling on fucking just diarrhea of a podcast um stick with me they'll get better i fucking always say everybody's allowed to have a bad day right this has been a bad episode i apologize fuck it happens my show again deal with it don't forget check us out on at the cox Talks podcast uh feedback always love some feedback And don't forget, most importantly, tell your fucking friends. Tell your fucking friends about the Cox Talks podcast. Thanks for listening. I'll be better next time, I promise. Take it easy. 